Well, welcome to Lift Up Your Hearts podcast. My name is Justin Cordham. We are coming into the end of Advent here. We are meditating today, contemplating today, the fourth Sunday of Advent. And we hear today the Annunciation of the birth of Jesus to Mary. And yeah, it's just, we're here. And I think this is a, you know, a great opportunity to lift up our hearts, this great hope that is coming into the world. And the contemplation and meditation on that is, is beautiful today. Of course, we hear from the gospel according to Luke, and Luke has all the canticles, all the all these encounters, the canticle of Zechariah, <clears throat> when he glorifies the Lord, when John the Baptist is born, we get this canticle of Mary, when she goes to uh, her Magnificat, when she goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth, and then we have the canticle of Simeon, when he, you know, holds up the child Jesus in the temple. And there are these intimate encounters. And today's encounter is is quite unique because, you know, Mary was the only one there. And so there's there's potentially two meditations or contemplations today because we really want to get into the story and kind of maybe even imagine if it was us in the story. And today the only other character is the angel and Mary. And But Mary had to tell someone. At some point, Mary had to tell St. Luke at, at minimum, right? At absolute minimum, she had to tell the gospel writer. Maybe maybe there was only one she told. I don't know. But at minimum, she had to tell him. And if I can encourage, like I usually do, to watch the the Chosen show, uh, they highlighted this. I think, gosh, I think they highlighted this on the one of the Christmas episodes, maybe, and where Mary doesn't say what happened until almost the end of her life she you know says it to Mary Magdalene and then Mary Magdalene brings it to St. Luke and I don't know I just like that understanding because if we're really in this story and we really believe these passages to be true then Mary was the only one there and she had to tell it to someone at some point and it's a tender it's a tender message to give to someone this incredibly intimate encounter that changed the course of history she's the only one that knew it happened i mean we all know you know what happened afterwards but you know, she was the only witness here on earth to it happening. And it's just kind of beautiful that, for one, thank God we even have it. 
and two, I must have been, uh, yeah, it must have been a special encounter when she, when she told that to someone. So we're gonna get into it. I, I just, I just really love that idea that Mary had to tell this story to someone. Uh, so, as Saint Ignatius says, you know, we start with contemplating how the Lord looks on us with love because we are his beloved children. You know, as as the baby Jesus comes to us in, you know, just one day, this is going to come out before Christmas Eve or the fourth Sunday of, of Advent. However, you know, this is a meditation for Christmas Eve uh, the fourth Sunday of Advent just happens to fall then. And the little baby Jesus comes and having a baby for a lot of parents is the time when they can really fully understand how much God loves them because it's maybe the first time ever that they would really die for someone else. And they really know what unconditional love means when they first have a kid. I I could say I, I knew what it meant before getting married and that feeling of joy and love for someone else that I would die for, but man, it's it's a little extra when you have a baby. And and then to think as we contemplate how the Lord looks on us with love, that he loves us even more were even more special to him. And I know that might sound cheesy because there's been billions of people that have walked this earth since he was born and, you know, since the beginning of time, but he's God, for one, okay? And he certainly can love us more intimately, and he certainly told us that he does. So, again, when we come to faith, we or we come to prayer, there really is a certain amount of trust that God's real. He can do what he says he can do, and he really actually loves us. Like he he really actually loves me. And so we, we take the moment of an Our Father to contemplating looking on us as a father. And we're his beloved children. Maybe... Maybe we're even wrapped in his arms. How does Jesus hold us? Man, I think of just uh, the warmest hugs that I ever received from my mom and dad especially my dad. My dad was a big man, a very big man, and he was very strong. And his love, his hugs were all-encompassing. And just the sense of security in those hugs was powerful. I imagine God's hugs are are similar
So now that we've contemplated that, we'll immerse ourselves into the passage for the day. Today is from, like I said, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. And again, the first time we read it through, you know, if you're new to this podcast, I encourage you to listen to the podcast, How Do I Pray? I go into great detail on how to do this, so I'm going to just dive right in. The first time we go through, we're just trying to get the story and, and let it wash over us and maybe even start to notice some some things that stick out to us. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Sorry, I had a little tickle there. I think one of the things that initially struck me a little bit was, but she was greatly troubled at what was said and ponder what sort of greeting this might be. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Okay, the Lord is with you. And Mary's thinking, hmm, what does that mean? She was greatly troubled. Maybe, I don't know, greatly troubled. Startled, troubled, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. And then the angel said, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. And then all of a sudden, this is kind of, I mean... 
Mary was probably having an ordinary day. <laughs> I mean, we have no reason to believe she was having an extraordinary day. And I, we can begin to put ourselves in her place, although we can never really put ourselves in her place because she's the immaculate one and would have lived a very different life. But but just to even ponder what, it, what that would have meant for her, what it means to you, we start to engage our imagination. What would that have meant for Mary? What was she doing when this happened? She was troubled. She was pondering. And then the angel clarifies some things and says, this son will, will take the throne of his father David and will be called the son of the Most High rule over the house of Jacob. And then Mary says, how can this be? The Holy Spirit will will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore your child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And to prove to you that this is possible, your cousin Elizabeth, who was called barren, Man, what a burden that would have been to be called barren. How much weight did that carry for Elizabeth to be called barren? So a little proof. Your cousin Elizabeth is with child six months already. And then Mary says, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to your word. And and this is where, you know, this is where I like, you know, a, a little Bible study or a little helper. Today I got this one out, and there was a little article from um, Cardinal Ratzinger, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. And was he was he was quoting someone else? I, you know, I don't remember. And said, the Lord really put himself in a place to be rejected. You know, he allowed the yes of Mary to make it happen, and. Of course, he chose her. It wasn't random. Uh, but then her yes makes her the new Eve to to say yes to God and all his askings of us in our life. And a complete yes. Mary's yes is a a complete yes. And... What does that look like for me? I don't know. What does a complete yes look like for me? Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to your word. I would assume she probably had other plans. 
she was betrothed to Joseph, so she had plans to be married to him, and you probably start a family. And although there are some that, you know, say that she was holy and they plan to live as brother and sister, I don't know. Um, but she certainly didn't have this planned. And she was troubled, and she pondered what was this to be. <coughs> and and she still said yes. And then I love also just thinking about Mary telling this to someone else. You know, man, to be a fly on the wall for that would have been... Would have been cool. And to think about, we can even use our imagination and to think about what that would have been. Mary telling someone else this story. Maybe she told her cousin Elizabeth, I don't know. Maybe Elizabeth was the one whom she told right away. You know, I mean, she she gives this song to Elizabeth praising the Lord and, and, uh, the situation she's in and how the Lord has blessed her and it's beautiful. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. And she's the first, you know, witness to Christ. She's the first one to know. She's the first one to know that the Savior is coming and I wonder how she told it to other people. And how can I hold that in my own heart? If I were, what would that be like for me to be the first to know? And man, it's kind of even real now, you know? There's a childlike, I, I just feel like a childlike sense in my, in my heart to know, to be the first to know, hey, we have a Savior. My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. He's here. He's coming. He's here to save us. He's here to save me. My soul glorifies the Lord. He's my Savior. I need him. And that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful contemplation this week. And to put ourselves in the place of Mary, but also just to, what does that feel like to be told of this great message? And how would it feel to tell other people? And do I tell other people? This is why I can't help but tell other people this is why i pray in front of a camera on a microphone because the lord has been my savior and i'm nothing without him and he really has saved me and he loves me and i and i really know it to be true and i want everyone to know the same thing and I want to shout it from the rooftops that the Lord loves you 
He cares for you. He's here for you. He wants to be your Savior. He is your Savior. We just have to say yes. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. It's not quite here yet. So I encourage you to to really take these last couple days of Advent and and ponder these things in your own heart. What does it mean for you to have a Savior who loves you, who's coming for you? I'll see you next week. Actually, I'll see you later this week with... Uh, with a Christmas podcast and uh, I love you and praying for you. Adios.